0: You may be seated. Thank you. Thank you for being here on a Wednesday night. Amen? Amen. It's going to be a good night. It's been a great day. It's been a great Christmas season. Thank you. I tell you what, at Victory Church, we shift gears awfully quick. Christmas was here, and now it's gone. Christmas is undecorated. So it's been great. Thank you uh, to so many of you in the house tonight for. Participating, uh, I think, in record time uh, today and just uh, pulling all the Christmas decorations uh, down. And now we're on to a a new year. It is just days away from entering uh, into 2018. Uh, If you have your Bibles, turn with me to the Old Testament, 2 Samuel uh, chapter uh, 9, verses 1 through 7. And that's where we're going to launch from uh, for tonight. And uh, the title of the message is New Beginnings. Uh, The idea of the message tonight, the theme of the message tonight, is that as we enter into a new year, 2018, uh, to enter into the new year with great confidence, a great confidence uh, within the Lord, and then also understanding that Jesus knows exactly who you are and that our Christ, our Savior, also knows exactly what may be missing in your life but he's ready to equip and to restore you for great things in the new year. Now David asked, Is there anyone still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show kindness for Jonathan's sake? Now there was a servant of Saul's household named Ziba. They summoned him to appear before David, and the king said to him, Are you Ziba at your service? He replied. The king asked, Is there no one still alive from the house of Saul to whom I can show God's kindness. Ziba answered the king, there is still a son of Jonathan. He is lame in both feet. Where is he? The king asked. Ziba answered, he is at the house of Makir, son of Ammiel in Lodabar. So King David had him brought from Lodabar from the house of Makir, son of Ammiel. When Mephibosheth, son of Jonathan, the son of Saul, came to David, he bowed down to pay him honor. David said, Mephibosheth, at your service, he replied, don't be afraid. David said to him, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. I will restore to you all the land that belonged to your grandfather, Saul, and you will always eat at my table. Father, thank you for tonight, God. Thank you for allowing us to have an opportunity to come and worship and exalt you. I pray now, Father, that you will speak to us, Lord. Uh, I pray, God, that you would challenge us. Father, let us take this message, Lord, and then apply it to our lives. And I pray, God, that we would continue to grow in our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As we enter into a new year, 2018, uh, we all have some level of confidence uh, that is within us. Uh, There um, is probably a segment of those right here in the sanctuary and those that are uh, watching online tonight that will enter into uh, 2018 uh, with the idea that, hey, 2017 was a great year. I want some more of the same, Lord. 2018, bring it on. On the other side of that, there are individuals that are in the house uh, that are a part of our church family that are looking uh, at this year, 2017, and saying, great, 2017 is over. Lord, I'm ready for a new year. At some point, there is a confidence within you to say, man, I want some more of it, but yeah, I want something different at the same time. We have that level of confidence just on a very low level it could come from us, and, and I think this is the Christmas season. So I would I would probably speculate that there are some individuals that may even have a new outfit on tonight. And there's some confidence that comes from whenever you put that new outfit on, you kind of walk into the presence of people and, and hoping that someone would recognize that new outfit, that then in exchange there's a compliment that is given. Uh, there are some of you that absolutely uh, are rejoicing right now because you are, are driving in a brand new vehicle. How many of you know that there is just something about getting into a new vehicle, a, a smell that is there that only is there in new cars, but there's a confidence that you experience whenever you pull up to the red light and you begin to look around. How many of you have ever noticed that if it's a brand new car for you, a new model, a new make, that you begin to recognize that same model, that same make, that other people are driving it, but yet there's that confidence that you have when you're sitting in that vehicle, and you just feel you. For a guy, you may feel that just power that's within you that you're saying, "Man, I am now. I've got my dream car finally." Or some of you, some of you ladies, uh, it's been a good year, a good season. You may be walking with some confidence and just worshiping like you've never worshipped before uh, to put on display that beautiful piece of jewelry. That you have, or you you seem to be wearing your hair just slightly different, with it tucked behind your ear to be able to display that new piece of jewelry that you just received. There's that level of confidence that comes. We all have that same confidence. We believe that if we look good, then we feel good. Uh, several years ago, I was standing uh, in the lobby uh, of this church, and uh, over over near one of the, uh, uh, the information desk and noticed uh, a female that was walking across uh, the lobby, making her way to the Family Life Center, and uh, she uh, actually did what uh, uh, all of us have probably done at some point in, in, our, in our life to where we are walking by a mirror, and we take the time to quickly look, and we, we kind of make our way on, and so I'm standing there and I, I see this individual making her way across the lobby and she does the, the look over and just kind of takes her fingers through her hair and uh, she's, just, she's, she's just recognizing her new hairdo and, and then she pulls away and as she pulls away you just naturally kind of look to say, okay, did someone just notice me checking myself out in the mirror and And uh, to her amazement, she recognizes me. We make eye contact. And and of course, I'm there, she's there, and I simply respond by just two thumbs up. (laughs) You look great. And of course, she gave me the look and just continues on. But a level of confidence that we get just from different ones that speak into our life where does the confidence come from? In our passage that we just read, there's two main characters uh, that we've read about. On one hand, David is living with great confidence. On the other hand, Mephibosheth is that person that's saying, God, when will it be over? I'm ready for a new beginning. I'm ready for a new season. Confidence, confidence that comes Uh, from within. You may be that individual, that person that is known for, for getting the job done. They may call on you and say, Jerry, you're, you're the individual. You have, you have represented yourself well. We know that whenever we give you a task, we know that things will get done. Things will be accomplished. You may have a reputation of past achievement. And if you, if you did it once, you can, Wally, you can do it again. We believe in you. We know that you can get the job done. Uh, you may have that level of confidence to say that I'm, I'm facing a difficult situation, but with the correct resources in my hand and the right tools that I have that have been given to me, I know that I can accomplish great things. Feeling a special calling of God to undertake a specific task Being led by the Holy Spirit gives us a confidence to do kingdom work. Amen? I can tell you that First Saturday is right here, right around the corner, and and Pastor Mike is looking for those to join him in doing kingdom work. And whenever he sees individuals show up from Victory Church as well as from our community, there is a confidence that is reignited within him to say, yes, we're doing a a great work. It is bigger than ourselves, and it's about the, the kingdom, true confidence comes from inside. The supernatural confidence comes from the power of the Holy Spirit that we all have because we've accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Who is it that gives us such confidence? Ultimately, it's Jesus. Jesus is the only one who can give us genuine confidence, allowing us to be effective in all that he leads us to undertake. Although there are outside influences, there may be a coach that speaks into an athlete's life. Maybe there's a spouse that speaks into their spouse's life to bring confidence. There may be that employer that sees an employee that's a, a rising star and speaks great confidence. None of that can be dismissed. It's all important. It plays a significant role in the confidence that we have when we attack our day. However, it is just understood That God is the one who gives us the supernatural confidence that we have to tackle a new year. This inner conference is only experienced by Christ followers. When we make a decision to follow Christ, the Holy Spirit gives us the confidence and the effectiveness to do kingdom work. In our passage, David understood where his confidence came from. It came from God alone. In David's life, he had had many successes. In the chapter leading up to chapter 9, chapter 8 is giving us an outline of a success, victory after victory. David defeated the Philistines. David defeated the Moabites. David had acquired great land and amassed a tremendous amount of wealth. At this point, at this stage, David is sitting there and reflecting and saying, I am doing great things, but I am doing great things because of God's favor in my life. David walked with great confidence. David is now in that season of reflection. And I love this week between Christmas and New Year's because it gives us an opportunity to be able to reflect back on this past year and see the hand of God as He's beginning to transition and move different ones in your empo- uh, employment, in your job, in your promotion, in your marriage, in your relationships. Just status with friends. You can see the hand of God as he's beginning to write page after page after page. And we can reflect in 2017 and say it's been a good year. It was very fitting uh, to sing the song, How Great Thou Art. During this time, during this, this time between Christmas and New Year's, as we prepare for a new year full of new beginnings, many of us will begin to reflect over the past year and see those great accomplishments. Businesses are flourishing. I can tell you that it's been a great year in 2017, and the forecast is that 2018 will be just as strong, if not better. Favor with our employer, health, for those that have been praying for uh, uh, an improvement in your health, 2017, you experienced that. That is something that we can shout and say, yes, how great thou art. God, you have once again answered my prayer, and I am living in a season with great health. As David reflects, he asks the question in verse 3, and I love this. I want to camp here for just a moment. I believe it's on the screen. It says, is there no one still left of the house of Saul to whom I can show whose kindness? That I can show God's kindness. That's what's transpiring, what's taking place when David could have very, very well taken another position and said, now let's see who else will we conquer? How much more wealth can I obtain? But David is taking a time out and he's reflecting all on all of the victories that he has encountered and that he has enjoyed and he recognizes that, hey, the kindness that I've experienced comes from God. Let me move beyond myself and begin to look at others. Who else is out there that I can be a blessing to? That can be our prayer for 2018 and saying, God, yes, do it again, but let me move beyond myself and see someone else that may be in my path that I can have the opportunity to be a blessing. All the traits we desire as a part of self-confidence are, are resident in Jesus Christ. And they are given from him to us. In our lives, we all have experienced times when we relied on someone or something other than Jesus as the cornerstone for our confidence. But as we begin this new year, with the, let's have the clear understanding that 100% of our confidence is found in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Amen? Amen. And as we do that, we can walk into a new year with great confidence and with the truth that Jesus knows who we are. He knows exactly who we are. Paul wrote to the Colossians that Jesus was the firstborn over all creation. In chapter 1, verses 15 through 17, it says, the Son is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn over all creation, for in him all things were created, things in heaven. And on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. Here's the bottom line, that Jesus knows the full story of your life. He knows all of the details. He knows what will transpire, what will take place. He was there when you were created, and he was there at your rebirth. That's the God that we serve. His name is Jesus. And I'm looking forward to 2018 and journeying with my Messiah, my Savior once again. Amen. We walk with confidence in this new year that Jesus is the one who can provide to you the power and the ability to bring your story to its full completion. For he is the author and the finisher of our faith. Amen. As David reflects on his accomplishments, God brings to his memory the house of Saul. David begins to remember the covenant made with his brother, Jonathan. And he asks the question, is there anyone left that I can show God's kindness? Yes, there is one. His name is Mephibosheth. I can tell you that God never forgot about Mephibosheth. Mephibosheth, crippled, fatherless but not forgotten, displaced in society but not forgotten, living in fear but not forgotten, and with one God moment, everything changes in his life. We serve that same God that's looking down upon us tonight, and we can rejoice and find confidence in knowing that our God has not forgotten about us. Spiritually and physically crippled, God knows exactly who you are. A social outcast, God knows who you are. Broken relationships, seem to be making your way through life, God knows who you are. The bottom line is is that you are a child of the Most High, and He created you. I love Galatians chapter 3. It says, In Christ's family there can be no division into Jew and non-Jew, slave and free, male and female. Among us you are all equal. That is, we're all in common relationship with Jesus Christ Also, since you are Christ's family, then are Abraham's famous descendant, heirs according to the covenant promises, that once we're in the family, we are there, we are there to stay, we continue to serve Jesus Christ, and there will come a day that we will join Him in heaven. Amen? That's the God that we serve, that He has never, never forgotten us. And number two, Jesus knows what is missing in our lives. Uh, Probably 8 or uh, 9 months ago, maybe 10 months ago, uh, it was a Saturday and I was in my lawn doing uh, some uh, yard work and uh, actually repairing uh, some irrigation lines and uh, of course, how many of you know that when you take on those home projects, um, you tend to make multiple trips to uh, whether it's Lowe's, Home Depot, or Ace Hardware. Am, Am I the only one that's, is there anyone else that can identify with that? I mean, it's just trip after trip after trip. And so uh, I was just this close, uh, I believe I started on a Friday afternoon, and I was just this close to getting it done, it was late, the sun was already setting, it was dark, and I said, well, I'll get up Saturday morning, first thing, get into Lowe's, get what I need, and I'll be uh, on my way. Uh, Of course, uh, I walk into Lowe's, uh, uh, I love Lowe's, you know, I just walk in, and how many of you know that you, you have your list of things that you need, and then there's a separate list of things that you want? And um, so you, you're walking in, and uh, I made my way back to the irrigation section, and, and of course, uh, uh, I have the pipe cutters Uh, Now my pipe cutters, uh, they work, there's nothing wrong with them, Uh, maybe, maybe just a little dull. And so I'm processing in my mind, should I buy another set of pipe cutters or should I just continue on with the ones that I have? And so this is just a back and forth that I'm having. And I get to the point, I said, no, I, I don't need it. My pipe cutters work just, just fine. And so I'm making my way out of Lowe's and almost to uh, the front end where the cash register is at. And uh, in walking uh, is uh, uh, the fire chief of uh, the city of Lakeland, Gary Ballard. Gary is here worshiping with us tonight. And, of course, it's Saturday morning. We do a, a quick exchange. How are you doing? What's going on? It's Saturday. I'm just getting some things taken care of, and then we're kind of on our way. He goes back to where he's going. I continue on, uh, get, to, uh, get to the cash register, and turn around, and um, I've talked myself into buying the new pipe, uh, pipe cutters. And I'm like, man, I, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to go ahead and buy them. And so uh, we turn around and, uh, and here comes Gary. Uh, he's walking again, and of course uh, we see each other. And uh, uh, just out of the blue, uh, he asked this question. He, I'm, I'm telling you, he asked that question. He said, Tim, he said, did you, did you lose a set of pipe cutters? And I'm like, are you serious? And it jogs my memory. That I'm working out there, and I'm just working around my son's truck, and I had placed my pipe cutters on the hood, and was I took off driving down the road. I said, "Are you serious, Gary? Are you serious, pipe cutters?" He said, "Yeah. Do you did you lose some?" And I said, "You know, Gary, I, I, I don't know, but I've got this funny feeling like I maybe maybe I did lose them. Maybe I." He said, "Well, come on out to my car." Coming out to my truck, he says, I'm on my way. I look out in the middle of the road this morning and there are a pair of PV, uh, P, uh, PVC pipe cutters that are there. And he said, They may be here. Sure enough, we walk out there and there's my pipe cutters in Gary's truck. I got to tell you, I didn't go back in, I didn't buy any more pipe cutters, but it, even in the smallest, of details. I could not wait to get home and to say, man, Kelly, I don't know, but I'm calling it a God moment, man. I, I believe, I believe that there's there are God moments and even in the smallest of details, God is working in our midst and I get home and, and I tell her and she's okay. And so I'm like, man, I need somebody to rejoice with. I found my pipe cutters. God is working through Gary. Man, it's amazing. God cares about everything in our lives. Amen? If a sparrow falls out of the sky and it catches his attention, I have to believe that if nothing else, that was a moment in my life that God says, Hey, Tim, don't forget I I care about the, the smallest detail. In your life. And I can tell you tonight as we get ready to enter into a, a new year, 2018, that we can walk into that new year with confidence, knowing knowing that God knows who we are and that God in the proper timing will make sure that you have the tools needed to do kingdom work. God cares about every detail. He knows our present capacity, our future potential, all that is currently missing from our lives. For God has a plan for us to fulfill. He has designed us to do a specific work on this earth for his purposes and his glory. God will equip us with the tools and the Resources to do his work so we can boldly walk into a new year and know that, in one hand, God has equipped us with the right tools, and in the other hand, we hold the resources to go into this community, to go into Lakeland, to go into the uttermost parts of the world and do kingdom work to bring glory and honor to our Father. Amen. Amen. Ephesians chapter 2 10 says, For we are God's handiwork created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God God prepared in advance for us to do, David was reminded by God about Mephibosheth, and he had worked through David to make sure that Mephibosheth had everything he needed in life not only everything that he needed in life, but everything in abundance. For verse seven says, for I will surely show you kindness for the sake of your father, Jonathan. And I will what? I will restore to you all of the land that belonged to your grandfather. And you will always eat at my table. As long as I'm ruling in Israel, Mephibosheth, you will have a place at my table. And that's the God that we serve and says that I'm sitting on the throne. Throne, and as a child of the Most High God, you will always have a place at the table. You will always live with abundance. There may come a day that you live lean, but I can tell you that a new day is right around the corner, and there will come a day soon that we will spend eternity with the Father forever and ever and ever. Amen? God controls everything. At a mere whisper, he controls the tide. And he dictates the high tide and the low tide. At the mere whisper, he sets the sun in place. And he says, this is when the sun will rise and this is when the sun will set. The God who created Mephibosheth, he created you. He knows you inside and out. If he made you, if needed, he has the ability to remake you. He didn't forget about Mephibosheth, and he's not about to forget who you are in the coming year. God knows who you are, and he knows exactly what you need in your life at this very moment. So we can walk into 2018 with a great confidence that comes from Christ alone, and knowing full well we are a part of the family of God. And that because we are a part of that family of God, that he will equip us to do a great and mighty work. Amen. Will you stand with me tonight as our worship team comes uh, to help us close tonight's service? It's 730. We have, um, we have plenty of time. We have plenty of time for them to lead us in just a few few minutes of worship. And so we'll do that as we reflect together. If you need to sit back down, you can if you want to kneel, if you want to find your place at the altar. But we can say, man, 2018, it's going to come whether we want it to or not. We will watch the TV programs and there will be a program after program that is watching the ball drop in New York City. I'll catch the replay the next morning, but it's going to happen. But we can say, God, man, 2018 is here. God, 2017 was great. Lord, if it's your will, God, I want to continue to ride that wave. Let 2018 be even greater. You may be in the house tonight and say, man, like I said, 2017, hallelujah, it's over. It's a new year. It's a new beginning. God is with us. God is for us. But we can take just a few moments, five minutes, no more than 10 minutes, and begin to reflect. Say, God, show me. Call back to my memory, just as you did with David. Yes, victories, successes, but God, let me remember that it's all because of you that I enjoyed those same victories, those same successes. God, let me walk now with confidence knowing that my life is found in you. God, that you're going to equip me. So can we do that? Can we just enter into a prayer, a few moments of prayer, and believe that God is going to continue to walk, and say, walk with us? Amen? Let's do that.